every single season. I think without fail, they're like, you know what? We're going to mess with these six-year-olds. We're going to have you stare straight into the sun and take a picture. Every uh, picture I have is me crying. Every oh. single picture. It's me on my knees That's... like this, holding like I'm about to propose to you with a soccer ball on my knee. There's something to be said about my, that. My like, yeah. hair is down too, so I look like I try with my hair. And it's oh. bright red eyes, just <laughs> tears streaming. Every single one of those photos it was a magnet on my family I was going to say, I was about to say, everyone has that photo on their family fridge too. It was at least like, I don't know, 15 because I played oh, every single season. my God. Never improved, but here we are. But yeah, that was the one most frustrating thing. Like, can you just turn us around? Right. Like, why are we right. looking why are directly you looking at the sun? At the sun? Episode three is here. Thank you so much to everyone who has tuned in. I'm so appreciative to everyone who has been listening. I see you. I'm looking at my audience insights. I'm tracking where in the country you are. I know we have some international listeners. So Putin, honestly, I hope that we can unite the world together. Thank you again. Um, Today's episode is focused on everyone's favorite, sports. Uh, <laughs> really looking forward to it. If it is your first time tuning in, this is the Two Glass Roast. Every episode we drink two glasses of wine and roast a different topic. Once again, no surprise, we are drinking more than two glasses of wine. If you hear that pour going into my wine glass, just ignore it and keep listening. Um, but before we, we really get into the meat of today's episode, I want to address some of the feedback that we've gotten. Um, for starters, I, I do want to give the audience an update. On last week's episode, I talked a lot about the pickle jar in my fridge and how Gavin has this ginormous like 10-gallon thing of pickles and it wastes our fridge space and it's just an example of him at Costco up to no good. The pickle jar has since been cleaned out. The pickle jar is gone. <laughs> it is now in the dumpster. So I'm excited about that. And more importantly, getting into the feedback. My mother listens. And there's a lot of things that she could push back on. But more than anything else, she says that I have, quote, a potty mouth. So beginning this episode, we are instituting a swear jar. Whenever somebody says a cuss word, we will put our money in the jar. We have our coins laid out. And yeah, then the money will go towards future wine. So everybody wins. <laughs> Mom, you're welcome. All the other moms out there, you're welcome. And yeah, I, I've gotten some good feedback online. I've, I've been putting up some Instagram polls about what future episodes should be on. I'm definitely going to do one roasting my exes. There's a lot to work with there. So I have to kind of flesh out what's going to be worth talking about. Um, so expect that in the coming weeks. But without further ado, let's introduce my guest. You you guys know the drill at this point. I want to hear the name, the wine, the embarrassing moment. Take it away, Ginge. Woo! Hi, everyone. I'm Ginge slash Katie, but you know, it's kind of confusing with both the Katies on here. So <laughs> we are drinking a red blend that I already drank half of it last night. So finishing that off, if you hear more pours, it's because we opened another bottle. So for embarrassing stories, I guess I'll kind of talk about my requisite knowledge in terms of this episode, which I think goes into my embarrassing story. So I've played a lot of organized sports in my 
in my days uh, from, you know, soccer, swimming, gymnastics, dance. So in my world when I was a kid, and I think I was just very excitable all the time. And so no one had the heart to tell me that I was wrong. I thought I was really good at all these sports. Like to the point where I remember people cheering my name. And it wasn't until, for example, soccer, when I rewatched videos of me when I was in elementary school, I remember people like, Katie, Katie, and I was like, yeah, I'm doing so great. It's because I was running the wrong way in the field, <laughs> like doing the wrong thing, not passing. But all I remember is just my name. So in my head, it was a cheer because I was right. so good, um, which you know turns out to not be true. To the point where going back to Aiden under swim team, Ashburn Farm Barracudas, I wanted to go to the divisionals, which at the end of each summer, they have the like top three of each age group, each uh, gender and each like stroke, backstroke, breaststroke, freestyle, and backstroke, breaststroke, stroke up a genius. At the end, you actually get all the rap. So it's, it's a really, it's all, it's everything, all the different, all the different kinds of strokes. Um, so I was really gung ho and I really wanted to go to this at the end of the summer um, divisionals. And I was never good enough to get there. So I practiced and like, you know, I learned how to not get DQ'd because that was a big thing for me was getting DQ'd for doing things wrong. Butterfly is really hard. Objectively really I hard. I didn't even know you could get disqualified. Oh, yeah. Swimming. When you're doing, because I mean, freestyle, you do whatever you want. But oh. like, if you start like flutter kicking and breathstroke, like just going like this instead of going around, you get DQ'd because you're going faster than it it's would a be. It's structure. It is not, a lot of structure. for me. And that's, I mean, that's why I was held back and not right. allowed to go to the, right. you know, let's just say the Olympics. I, that's right. why I didn't make it there. Um, so it was the end of the season and I found out that I made it to the divisionals. And the only... Congratulations. I know. I know. Congratulations. I, worn, I still have the yeah. t-shirt from the divisionals. Oh, you should have worn that I as have. we recorded. Yeah, 2004 yeah. Uh, Colonial Division Swim Team. We'll, we'll post it online. <laughs> and... Um, the only reason I made it is because there were multiple other people on vacation that weekend. Uh, and so I think I was don't, probably like fifth or sixth. Don't sell yourself short. <laughs> well, you'll see, you'll see why I was the only other person who was allowed to go. And that's just because there was no one else who swam it the right. whole season that had a time to be able to go. Oh. And so my dad was like, we have this whole Boston trip to go. We've never been to Boston as a family. Um, you know, do you want to do that or do you want to do the divisionals? I'm like, I want to go to the divisionals. Like, yeah. I'm so ex- in my head, I'm winning the divisionals. Right. We are going, we are taking this to the moon. We have, we have a driven athlete here. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we canceled the, the Boston trip. I swim the IM. All I remember, I remember getting in the pool, everyone's class, whole, everyone just oh. erupts in a It's applause. like Rudy. But turns out, as my dad said, I finished a whole lot behind everyone else, which I didn't realize that at the time because when I come out of the water, everyone's already there. I'm like, we might. All touched at the same time. Right. That right. had to have been how, what happened. How, realistically, how would you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I came in probably eighth or sixth. I can't remember mm-hmm. how many. So out of all those people, which is just last. Mm-hmm. But that's only because other people were on vacation, which, again, I still have the t-shirt. I was very excited I made it. Right. Dad's still mad that we never made it to Boston so that Aww, I could come in dead Dad. last because he didn't have the heart to tell me. Well, he only made it on a technicality, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Listen, <laughs> if you can use the situation to your advantage, by all means... So recently, my dad decided to go look up for the Summer Swim League. Actually, all divisions, times, all times. Mm-hmm. So it has every single person's time, whatever their best PR was, mm-hmm. in order in each person. So your dad looked up the times total of everyone. Yep, for okay. the age group. Okay. Uh, for the entire division. There are 48 names on that list going back to like 1999. I am 45th <laughs> out of 48 ever girls under ever. the age of eight. 
for this division. Going back to 1999. Uh, yeah, and that's the... I that's understand the why it's your embarrassing story now. At first, I really thought it was a story of triumph. But <laughs> no, no, I, no. I understand. My, <laughs> my only claim to fame is because I was 45th out of 48th. And this isn't even like in the divisionals. This is, again, anyone's time, whatever their best. Right. If they've ever swam it in the rhythm's time, it would right. be on this list. Um, the only thing that's better is my other sister, Gabby. Haha. Ha. You're 46, so. <laughs> but you didn't make the divisional, so on the technicality, get, so. Get roasted. Get wrecked. Okay, so Ginge um, sucks at swimming. That's oh, really that, funny. I mean, there's all yeah. the other sports, yeah. too, that I was uh, right. also, same concept, didn't know. Right. I was going to say, I'm a very weak swimmer. It's, I was, before we started recording, I was talking to Ginge about um, Survivor and how much I love to watch it, and the... I was about to say the sole reason I won't apply is because of the swimming, but no, it's because I'm high maintenance. Like, there's a million reasons why I won't apply for Survivor. Also, um, just to clarify, I call Ginge Ginge because she has red hair. So if you haven't picked up on on that, um, yeah, as she said, her name is Katie, but we call her Ginge. Anyway, so to get into the topic of today's episode, again, it's about sports. Look, I'm not here to talk about the Super Bowl. Frankly, I don't care. The Super Bowl is an excuse for me to eat unhealthy and drink some beer and pretend that I'm a cool girl. So that's it. What I'm here to talk about is um, organized sports, you know, team sports, particularly the ones that you probably played in elementary school, middle school, maybe even high school if you had a little bit of talent. I want to tap into those memories. You know, again, according to my Spotify demographics, we're all roughly 24 to 32 years old. So let's bring it back 10 years and talk about the trauma that made us who we are today. (laughs) So Ginge and I personally have a common shared bond over volleyball. We we both used to play volleyball together. I played from fourth grade until like ninth. And you played from fourth grade? Yeah, back in Wyoming. Oh, yeah. wow. Well, I'll, I'll tell you why in, later in the episode because the other sports were not working out for me. Um, but yeah, I, I played volleyball. I dabbled a little bit in track and field, flag football, and basketball, none of which were my cup of tea. But volleyball did stick. Um, I had... A season or two where I was doing really well, um, and then everyone grew and I didn't, so thanks mom and dad for the shitty jeans. That's it. Hold on. Woo! That is in the swear jar. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, Katie, Katie and I played together um, either on the same team or in like the same kind of travel league type thing. Yeah, like against, our teams played against each other right. before we were on the same team together. Right, right. So a lot of these examples will probably stem from volleyball, but... You know, when it comes to organized sports, I think when when you know the dynamic of one sport, you probably know the dynamic of a lot of them. So with that in mind, I, I want to get right into it. And the first thing I want to talk about is the parent that wants to be the coach. So there's a lot of things to say, and I just can't help but think about there is this one mom on this travel team I was on. She was a mother of one of the girls on the team, and... You know, complete shade. The girl wasn't that great. But worse off, she had a terrible attitude. And I remember there was one day at practice where we had to run laps. And I don't care. I'm getting my coin out. We had to run laps. And this bitch goes, I thought I signed up for volleyball and not track. And my coach, who's like a former Marine, just looks at her. And he goes, this is volleyball. Keep running. And I was like, Fuck yeah, sir. Like, <laughs> it was 
was awesome. It was awesome. Because I'm like, this girl, she just had the worst attitude. Like, she didn't even really care about the team. And, like, I did. And so it was really frustrating. So, anyway, she didn't play that well. She was average at best. Her attitude was below par. So she didn't get played. We had a big tournament in D.C. If anyone else listening is from the volleyball world, it was the Capitol Hill Classic. That's this weekend. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, Yeah, this is right now, President's Day weekend. So it was the Capitol Hill Classic. People travel from all around the country. They come into D.C. It's a huge thing in the volleyball world. And she's not getting played because, again, she's not that great and she has a terrible attitude. And I remember her mom in between games pulls the coach aside and basically threatens to pull her daughter from the team. She's like, listen, I don't pay $1,300 a season for my daughter to sit on the bench, play her or we're pulling her. And I'm like, number one, sure, the price is very expensive. But number two, no, you're paying $1,300 for your daughter to show up to practice and be a fucking see you next Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> I I avoided that that swear <laughs> jar right there. And so she threatens to pull her daughter from the team. And my coach said, do it. Be my guest. And that was a freaking power play. Hell yeah. We love that. <laughs> Institutionalize the um, Abby Lee Miller like Dance Moms Pyramid. Mm-hmm. Put people in their places. They right. need to know. I right. think people have this whole. I mean, I'm the queen of didn't realize how bad I was, but I had a good fucking attitude about it. There, there it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, and it's like if you're not good, I think that usually if I'm doing something, it doesn't matter what it is in life. It could be like leisure, professionally, socially. If I don't feel like I'm doing well in a situation, like. I'm going to be the most humble person ever. And like my mantra is always like, you know, kind of like roast yourself before others can roast you. But it's like, this girl was so delusional thinking that she was great and that she was such an asset to the team. I said, be my guest, get out of here. Like you're not even in my carpool anyway. (laughs) (laughs) That was the carpool. That's why. Carpool. (laughs) No, but actually I think the only thing worse than the parents that want to be the coach are the parents that want to be the refs. Because, Katie, you know this, <laughs> at these tournaments, you know, they were penny pinchers. And they, they, they were freaking child laboring us. It, they were like, all right, if you're not playing, you're, you're, you're working the game. So, like, the girls would have to stand up and ref. They would have to line judge. They would have to score keep. They'd have to tally everything. And so we would ref a lot. And then there'd be the parents that are trying to argue with you. And what I want to know is how can you, as an adult, probably – 35 to 55 year old man truly yell and get in an argument with a 14 year old girl that's trying not to shit herself (laughs) as she's standing in the referee stand at this tournament like these parents are crazy they will scream at you and i'm like they have such i think they all have money i think they have to have money on the game right like they're just there probably just socialize most of the time maybe it has to be all the dads though i mean why else are you going they're not they're not there to socialize, what, I guess. One of the other things I wanted to bring up was the moms, too. The moms, again... Oh, they're the ones who are the worst. Yeah, yeah. We're, t- we're talking about volleyball, but I can assume across all sports, the moms are just so nasty to each other. We always would talk about... My mom and I would talk about how there needs to be, you know, there's dance moms. There needs to be, like, volleyball moms. Like, if you... If I weren't on the court focused on the game, I would have loved to be on the sideline watching the dynamic of the mothers because even boiling down to 
Who's carpooling with who? Who's going to be the chaperone on the tournament? Who's going to get who's going to get the hotel room with the team? Who's going to go stay at the motel down the street? Or who's going to who's going to volunteer to take whose kid? Whose kid needs a ride and the, the one mom doesn't want to offer them a ride because their kid sucks on the team and they don't want to be a part of it. Like <laughs> has that ever happened on a team? Yes. Are you yes. serious? Like there literally has been moms who it'll be like, "Oh, you know, it'll be like a like a, you know, sometimes there's if there's a big tournament coming up after practice, you have like a parent player coach and you're all talking about the upcoming yeah. tournament. I have literally seen where someone's parent, which also absent parent, will be like, oh, <laughs> my kid for the 10th tournament in a row needs a ride. And then it's like, you know, the go-to parent that's going to always drive doesn't raise their hand and it's awkward. And then, you know, a nice parent such as mine, I love you, Janice, Aww. will have to pick up the pieces and it's crazy. It's I think crazy. when we say I love you, Janice, we get, a, we get to take a coin out of the I, jar. That's we a good take idea, a coin Katie. out of the jar. That's a good idea. Um... I've been rambling. I have a couple more points about volleyball, <laughs> but I want to make sure, Ginge, that you can get through your points. Yeah, I mean, um, I liked everything you said. The only thing I want to add about the parents, and this is from my perspective as being an older sister of my other sisters mm. that played volleyball. And for those of you who don't know, I played until sophomore year of high school mm-hmm. and uh, did not make the JV team for, like, the setters. Part of it is probably skill. I, out of all the sports, I was best at volleyball, but, like, you know, height... Uh, being Height barely 5'5", five five, right. but doesn't help my ability to not jump floor. There's, there's actually a formula to making a volleyball team. It is one-third height, two-thirds how much your parents donate. <laughs> <laughs> That's These are so expensive. That's just it's absolutely nuts, especially because there's not, like, it's not hockey. You don't have a lot of equipment. Right, like, right. literally just the tiny right. spandex. You can go naked and right, it'd still be right. $4,000. No, but there, there are still the girls who are like, yeah, like you said, if you're good at volleyball, you're good at volleyball. You don't need, like, the best of the best gear. Like, you wear the jersey they give you. You wear spandex that don't write up your ass. There's my Sorry, coin. Janice. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have your knee pads. If you're, you know, upper middle class, you have Under Armour. If you're middle class and lower, you have basically any other brand. It is what it is. But then there's these girls who, like, they show up and they just walk like they're... Like, their shit don't stink. And they've got, like... <laughs> Under Armour, everything, and I don't know what it is, and I don't know if it's still the case, but I feel like with volleyball, it's like if you were wearing Under Armour, like you were um, like a Brahmin. Yeah, like yeah. it was crazy. And I'm like over here, I'm like, well, I'm getting the volleyball catalog sent to my house, so I'm wearing Asics, and like my parents like don't want to spend three thousand dollars. Yeah, but I will say I thought Asics were the most comfortable out so of I all the stuff too. too. Like I thought and that was the best quality. I also felt like there were a lot of girls. And I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. There were a lot of girls who would wear ankle braces when they didn't need to just because they wanted the extra equipment to show that they had the money. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm so, I'm so hard my right ankles. now. I'm 14. My yeah. ankles. I'm the club volleyball getting to the bronze level finals. <laughs> There's probably like 12 other teams in front of me and I'm still wearing my ankle. I'm like, right. oh, man, I got to stretch more. Right. Get out of here. Like, you really, you're 14. You don't even really have to stretch. <laughs> I still don't stretch. I'm like 26. Right. Oh, but the other thing I wanted to say about yeah. the parents, though, is because I would watch my sister games all the time right and I would get to listen kind of like from the other side of like oh what these like really intense Mm. travel moms would have to say and there was one mom that every single time she would walk away I'd look at my parents and be like did she like really think that she could just say all this stuff and it was her going in on like the technicalities of each girl who was on the like court her daughter was not that good and I'm gonna say it's always five like five two and I was like girl she's not gonna make it anywhere it's just like oh she missed that one hit if she just turned her hand a little bit maybe 35 degrees to the right she could have been a little bit better on that she should be taken out my daughter should be put in you know what i I have to say out of here you know what i have to say get in there mom there's a lot of adult leagues if you can do it better get in there 
Yeah, oh, I think they're just trying to, like, relive their youth. And I was like, yes, there's no way yes. this woman was that good. It's, it's always the moms of the girls who weren't good. So, like, obviously my mom was silent. <laughs> <laughs> so she can, so she can say yeah. the tea after, right. that's why. No, that's I'm why. just kidding. I'm sure my mom talked a lot of crapola on the sidelines Probably about well. you, though. As long right. as you're only talking about shit right. about your kid. Right, right. Then I think it's okay. Think right, it's okay. exactly. No, and the other thing that's, that's funny about the moms is, back to the Capitol Hill Classic, there was one point when... My usually it was my mom that would come to my volleyball games, and sometimes for bigger tournaments, if schedules aligned, my dad would bring my brother. It was pretty rare because honestly, your brother my brother didn't it? want to be there. Like it was obvious like, he wasn't having fun, and like you know, he's three years older than me, so it's not like he can like check out the other girls on the court. Like he was a little bit too old. So he comes to Capital Classic, but he does care. He wants to support me, and one of the moms on the sideline is talking a little bit of crapola, and my brother. At least back then, and now, has kind of a short temper. What? And it's, yeah, what? It doesn't sound David? like him. No. He, it's his way or the highway. And so he gets into it with one of the other moms. And like they are yelling at each other. And if you ask David, it might seem like I'm the dramatic one. David will tell you that he got kicked out of the Capitol Hill Classic. I would have loved yeah. to have that. Like, you know what actually happened? Water. My mom said, go home, Kenneth. Please take David home. He doesn't need to be here anymore. But <laughs> was David, he, was yeah. he defending you or is he just like yelling at the he mom? Was he was just being ignorant to nice. another mom. But anyway, um, no, one of the other things that I want to bring up is... You know, we've talked about the parents a lot and the coaches a little bit, but when it comes to the actual team dynamic of these sports, there's always kind of like these like archetypes on every team. And so the first one that I want to talk about, and I don't think this is a cuss word, so I'm not going to put one in the jar, the team skank. So for volleyball, this is extra, extra obvious because we're playing we're wearing spandex yeah like our ass cheeks pardon (laughs) our ass cheeks are half hanging out anyway which honestly like we were 14 whatever but there was always a girl there that just had like a flock of these kind of like i wouldn't even say a gaggle a gaggle of a gaggle of kids a gaggle of grungy like 14 15 maybe 16 year old boys they wouldn't even say anything they would just come they'd watch and then they would leave they'd Mm -hmm. sit in the cafeteria Mm -hmm. it was this whole thing she would look she she invited them she would invite them to watch the game they would come to watch the girls and maybe they'd see a butt cheek and it was weird and she would always be like oh oh like my friends are here my friends are here but yeah they never spoke a word to her there was always that one girl and it's like she would play like crap when they were there and it was it, it, it really frustrated me. But at the same time, as a girl that wasn't the team skank, I did always kind of wish that I had my own. <laughs> I wish your followers. I, I wish that I had my own I gaggle. I, I think you did have your own gaggle in the alley. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. <laughs> I, did, I wished I had my but own gaggle. Just... No, no. Speaking of the team skank, though, another one is the team dynamic. And it's when you get someone new on your team and kind of like, you know, you've been used to having... Because you were on the same team for a long time. For, for a travel, long right? time, yeah. And it's like, you you have this group of girls, you're used to each other, like, you know, if everyone has their ups and downs, but yeah. like, you, you, you work pretty well together. And I remember there was one year that we got a new girl, and uh, again, we're high school girls at this point, so we're catty and, you know, not focused on the right things. And there was this one girl, and I had heard so many rumors about her like sexual escapades outside of volleyball obviously we were all curious i mean at this point 
I hadn't even kissed a boy when this girl joined my team. So I was fascinated. I'm like, I maybe I'll learn a thing or two, you know? And so when she joined the team, it was our first overnight tournament of the season. We were in Williamsburg, Virginia, Ooh. churning some butter. Was that the Revolutionary Rumble? It was the, <laughs> it was the Revolutionary Rumble. <laughs> we're at we're at like a freaking Hampton Inn at the Revolutionary Rumble. And, you know, it's all the girls that were on the team, probably like what, eight of us, maybe nine of us. And then there's like two new girls. And we had all heard the rumors about the new girls. And we literally... Like little snakes staged this game of Never Have I Ever, where we all had our first three rounds planned out, where we were all, it wasn't truthful. Katie, oh my God. We all had scripted what we were going to say just because we wanted to see if it was true or not, if this girl put her fingers down. So like a game of goddamn Survivor, we're all saying these random like sexual acts just to, and everyone's laser focused (laughs) This girl. I feel like they had no idea too. They, she, I feel like the girls who were that person, like right. they didn't realize, like right. they were standing out. Right. The they crowd. had they had no idea. And I'm like thinking back, like I feel a little bit guilty, but at the same time, I can't say that as a 26 year old woman, I would do anything different. I don't think I'd like, do anything different. Yeah. I'm like, you, like you're going around like right. we're not saying names. You're not like going right. around like telling everyone after. It's right. like, like just right. curiosity. It was sheer curiosity, and we brought it up in a non-aggressive way. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um, real quick, I, I do want to take a break. The loyal fans know we we do fuck <laughs> Mary Kill here. Um, my dad has been listening as well, and my dad. Oh, thank you. Yeah. My dad got confused about F Mary Kill, and he called it. Mary Berry, what's it called? I love that. <laughs> Wholesome. So for the F Mary Kill on this episode, like I alluded to earlier, Katie doesn't know famous people. She is blissfully ignorant to 90% of pop culture, which <laughs> it's easy to roast. And a lot of our friends do, especially the girls that are really, really into it. But I'm actually just a little bit jealous because I can tell you right now, I have no idea what's going on between Pete Davidson and Kanye West, and I've never been happier. Um, <laughs> but anyway, Katie doesn't know, you know, like a lot of common stuff. So I'm trying to... Keep these to be like A-list people that she would definitely know. And also, I want to keep it relevant to the topic. So, Katie, for your F. Mary Kill, okay. I've got three folks. If you don't know what they look like. Can I just guess who one of them is already night now when you're saying it's relevant? Yeah. Trevor Lawrence, one of them. Oh, my God. I wish. Everyone, pause. I love Trevor Lawrence so much. Listen, I know that you have a wife. Listen, I have a boyfriend. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I can still <laughs> love you to death. And for everyone's context, I think he looks like the Easter Island egghead. If you want right now, go look it up. Trevor Lawrence, side by side, Easter Island head. They're the same person. So we can continue. But that's why I assume where you're going with this. It was going to be all of the... Uh, it was going to be like him, Alex Ovechkin, and maybe oh, like someone else. That would have been good. No, I, I'm going for the broader masses. Okay, I like this. Um, so, Ginge, okay. three people are Tom Brady. Okay. Michael Phelps, mm-hmm. a fellow swimmer. <laughs> Sean White. Oh my god, this is an easy one. Okay. This is so easy. 100% marry Sean White. Can you imagine how cute those He's little ginger... He's a sweet, No, but sweet. look at the little, like, ginger kids. Oh, Like, look at the ginger baby. Like, I'm gonna cry right now. No, it... no Tom Brady, I, I, Steelers fan. Fair. If Tom Brady can't even, like, can't even look at me, he's dead. He's dead. Right, he's right. dead. Can't okay. touch me. And Michael Phelps, yeah. Oh, actually, but... Do you think my kids would have a better chance with Michael Phelps or Sean White? 
I don't know. They're, I mean, they're both Olympic athletes, right? Right, they are. But do you think with, like, Michael Phelps, like, because he's really tall and has a huge, because he's yeah. wins because of his wingspan. Big wingspan. Big, big wingspan. You know what that means. Tom, like, the, the kids, it's just so cute. Right. So, and he looked, looked just so happy when he retired. I did cry. I didn't, oh, like, I did But too. I haven't watched the Olympics this year, to be completely Neither did I. I watched, um, I watched, like, some of the, what is it, the long, ski long jump, where they go off the big ramp and they, like, Whatever. I can never watch that stuff because yeah. it reminds me of the rodeo when we were in Texas. And, like, I just have, like, oh, the anxiety of watching all right. of them, though. And I'm like, someone might die. I got to get back to you the know, rodeo, You know, people don't man. die in volleyball yeah. or right. swimming. I mean, right. I guess they could drown, but that's different than a swimming right. pool. No one – I don't want to sound ignorant. Maybe I'm wrong. Nobody dies in volleyball. Um, no, for these three, I think that I would um, – uh, this is actually obvious for me. I would marry Sean White because he is – just such a good guy. Um, Nina Dobrev, I think, is yes. his fiance or yes. dating him. And she's hot. She's so hot. So he must, yeah, he's he's, he's in. He's, he's in. Like, Actually, don't, he's lying some half pipe, if you will. Um, let me see what it's... <laughs> I thought that was funny. I, I, I did like that. That was, that was okay. No one else would have laughed at me. So you're, you're killing it with the jokes on that one. Let me see what Michael Phelps' wife looks like. Um, yeah, she's beautiful. She's on Netflix. But he had the whole, you know, scandal because he smoked the doobies. Well, you know who else smoked the doobies? <laughs> Michael Phelps <laughs> was a ganja guy. And no, but yeah, that's why it was like, he yeah. used to be the fucking, he's not the man. Yeah, yeah. Go- Michael Phelps was a ganja guy. She, she's hot. Thus. That's his wife. She's beautiful. Yeah, oh my god, like she looks like a model. I mean, she kind of looks like Nita Dobrev, to be honest. Yeah, they actually. It's because they're both brunettes. Interesting. Good for them, good for them. Yeah, I would marry Sean White. Obviously, I would F Michael Phelps because he's to a point my type. Is it, and then is the tree part? He's a tree. Slender, slender. And then I would have to unfortunately kill Tom Brady. Don't say unfortunately. Yeah. Just say you're going to do it. Well, I don't want to kill anyone, Jin. Yeah, he <laughs> was on the Patriots. They cheated. The yeah. gate. Yeah, that's it true. It was real. I uh, I am. He's going to make an OJ book. Like, though, like, oh, I didn't do it, but I did. That's what me and my whole family think. Like, he's going to have, like, all the shit yeah. that they did behind the scenes on if I didn't do it, but if I did, this is how I did it. Fuck Tom Brady. I mean, he is there okay. Is. He's point, objectively point. very good. Put I get a point it. in the uh-huh. jar. I'm gonna set it again. Uh, I said goddamn, but he, he's bad. Like everything, bad he's guy. literally like the villain of our generation. But he's okay. He's I don't good. So I don't know enough stuff. to have an opinion. But the way Ginge is speaking at me, I hate Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> Getting back into the sports world, I do want to talk about a couple like non volleyball things okay. and. You know, this this could be considered sports. This also could be just gym class as well, because I've I've experienced it in both realms. But I want to talk about suicides. There's yeah. a, there's a couple things to say here. Number one, it's 2022. I haven't been on an organized team in a long time. Is the phrase suicide still being used? Like, how are we using that word to describe a workout? Like. There, I don't think I need to spell it out for the listeners how messed up that is. But more so, and arguably what's more messed up, is the fact that when I was in the fourth grade, <laughs> I was I went to Catholic school. Again, 
the Catholic school episode is coming soon. I went to a Catholic school and I was on the basketball team, really just because I wanted the athletic letter on my jacket. Because for whatever, a Catholic school, I put letters for whatever reason in elementary school in Catholic school, you could earn the athletic letter for your like letterman's jacket, which was weird Do in retrospect. It? I, it actually is in one of my bins. I could do it's in the storage unit. I can't believe you would show that before. I, I that's went, so oh, wait. So what letters do you have? It was just it was like it was like an S for like Saint insert oh, okay so whatever sport you're on you I just get a letter yeah you okay. just get a letter okay. but anyway so i'm on the basketball team and my coach who was not in shape was like all right kids we're running suicides and again i'm a team player but i have exercise induced asthma so i said coach <clears throat> can i please use my inhaler he didn't let me use my inhaler are you he serious? Said, he said, you can have it after the suicide. But you're like, what, like nine like, or ten? But I'm not, yeah, I'm like, yeah, in fourth grade. Why is it always the super, like, out of shape right. coaches that are the ones who I'll are really into suicide? I don't get what it is. Like the girl I talked about in the beginning of the episode, my mom pulled me from the team. I was like, my daughter is not going to die over this subpar basketball team. And the worst part was, I mean, listen, I wasn't Bravo, even. Bravo, Janice. I really wasn't even upset to be pulled from the team because the most embarrassing thing had happened to me a week before where we were at a basketball game. And I wait. This is all basketball. Yeah, it was basketball. It was basketball. And are you tall on that team? No, not at all. And I had. I was wearing glasses. I couldn't. I couldn't get. I couldn't goggle glasses. No, they weren't goggles. Thank God. But I couldn't get contacts in my eyes, so I was wearing glasses. And I remember at one point. I was trying to shoot the basketball. She's right now. I need my inhaler. There was one point when I needed to shoot the basketball. My mom probably remembers this because if I were my mom, I would have been so secondhand embarrassed from the freaking sideline. My glasses fell off my face on the court. And like, a, I was like, my glasses, my glasses. And I'm like, I can't find them because I have the worst vision. Like, I'm blind as a bat. And then the next, on all fours trying to find I'm your like life. trying to find my glasses. I finally put them back on. Obviously, everyone's on the other side of the court at this point. I'm like, this sucks. I so, hope there's like videotape of like oh, I like hope so. Katie's first basketball game. Yeah. And did you on all fours just trying to find your there glasses? There is a picture of me from my first volleyball game, and I had the glasses on, and I'm like mid underhand serve, and it gives me the ick for myself. <laughs> like. Ugh. But anyway, find that photo. not great. So when I when I got taken off the basketball team, it was fine. And then let me tell you, when I was on track and field because again I needed the letter. Right. And I did long jump. It was pretty cool. Uh, I had fun. But there was this girl in Wyoming who. So it was it was long jump and hurdles were the two events that. We did you ever did. do the hurdles? I did the hurdles. I actually were you did, good at I did. I did well. Those yeah. were always hard. I knocked yeah. down when we were in gym class, and they're like, oh, practice on the hurdles. Yeah. Every single one, knock, knock, knock. I actually was very, now, I would be terrible at hurdles. Back then, I was actually very good. In gym class, they were like, are you intentionally doing that? And I'm like, yeah, I can't jump. Right. Stop right. it. Stop, stop, stop <laughs> harassing me. So I did the hurdles, and I knew I knew that I had done well, and, you know, they, they would time you based on your lane. Remember, we finished up the heat or whatever, and this girl was standing in my lane. And I look at her, and I wasn't as spicy as I am now, so I didn't want to, like, call her out. There it is. And I didn't want to call her out, and I was like, hey, this is my lane. And she just looks me dead in the eye like Satan and says, no, <laughs> this is my lane. And I'm like, no, wow. no, it's not. And so then the... the, the this is on Catholic school grounds. Yeah, this is Catholic school God grounds. God can never. And, yeah, then the referee comes over and it says, like... 
you guys are both in the same lane. And, like, I hate conflict. So I just stepped out of the lane because I didn't know what to do. She got a medal and I didn't. And, like, wow, is it over 10 years later? Yeah. Am I still bitter? Yeah. Like, this is similar to the Russian doping scandal that's occurring right now. <laughs> this is really basically the same thing. The 50-year-old who may have had that, like, um... No, it's the same thing. Heart, heart condition, like medicine that she was taking that would help with endurance. It's a little, truly the same thing that was happening. Wow, this is crazy. So relevant. It's the exact so same relevant. thing. Anyway, um, Jen, any anything else that you want to touch on? I have I have a couple more. Yeah, points. I do. Yeah. Um, the one thing about volleyball that if you played volleyball, you would understand is when you weren't playing. Or this is like this happened a lot when we were um, doing high school volleyball. Is mm-hmm. When the varsity team was playing, we were on JV mm-hmm. or a freshman, mm-hmm. we would have to go and when they were doing their warm-ups, mm-hmm. shag balls. Oh, and the term, my God. And the term shag balls <laughs> is so objectively bad. All I can think about is it sounds like a British sex act. Oh, gosh. I can't. I'm almost in a southern accent. Like, uh, uh, I'm going to shag some balls. Can you come with me so you can shag my balls? Like, oh, that's all I can think Katie. about. That's all I can think about. Katie, she, can you, you just unlocked, like, a memory. Like, I would have no, no, never like, thought like a, about this. It's not a dainty shag the balls. You're like, oh, shag the balls. They're shot, like, hitting you in the face. They're hitting you in the you face. You are literally getting slammed in yeah, the face by were, these balls. Yeah, it's, it's horrible. Go shag balls. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. And, like, when you're close to the net, too, it's like if... They hit it straight down, which, like, some of the girls, they were, like, could could jump more than me. I mean, maybe a little bit more, but not by it. But they're hitting it straight down. No, their no, face their parents right. just donated more. Yeah, yeah, that, that's why they can jump to the side. Yeah, yeah. So, Mom, if you're listening to this, you should have donated more. Maybe I'd have a better, like, vertical. It's ridiculous. But, yeah, I was thinking about that, and I was like, that's an objectively shagging, bad. Shagging balls is such an under... Like, I can't... No other sport says shag balls. Like, I think in tennis, it's, like, the same concept, but I don't, right. I don't think they say shag balls. What, yeah, what is the verb in other sports? If you're just like, go get the ball. Go get the ball. <laughs> <laughs> what are we saying? I can't a British accent. It reminds me of Austin Powers. Like, oh, let's get shaggy, baby. <laughs> That's a, I think I thought of it as, like, the... Snogging? Is that the snogging, British? Snogging, yeah. Snogging, yeah. Like, like making you, out. Can like... you snog my balls, babe? <laughs> can you shag my balls, babe? I'm only saying the babe thing because that's how my sister says it. British No, that is what they say. If you watch can you shag my balls? They go, oh, we've got good yeah. banter, babe. You yeah. want to shag my balls, babe? Can you babe? shag my balls? Like, oh, my God. That <laughs> Slam cost, the face. That cost you $2,000 on Too Hot to Handle. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that would actually be pretty funny. Wow. Oh, all I did is shag his balls. I don't know. Wow. I don't know. Wow. Talking about shagging balls. I really that is horrible. about that. And the thing is, when we talk about shagging balls, it sounds like we're saying something super inappropriate exactly. where I would tell my mother, don't tune in, but shagging balls, <laughs> any coach would tell their 14-year-old teammate yeah. to shag please, some balls. Can you balls? please shag the balls? Then yeah, I just please go there. shag those balls. Shag, shag my balls. And it's for, any, for any of the viewers who don't know... <laughs> Damn it. Any of the listeners who don't know shagging balls is literally like when people are doing like a hitting line, obviously there's a lot of the balls that like are going the opposite end because you want them to have the most time of just doing the hitting line that they have other people go get the balls, put it back in the cart so they can just continue right, on. Right. But yeah, shag my balls, babe. Shagging shag my balls. balls. Shagging balls. Yeah. So that was the fr- Katie, literally no. number one thing. That I I'm, a- I'm actually upset <laughs> at Katie for bringing up these words because I haven't thought about the phrase shag balls in so long that now like... Gavin and I are going to be at home, and he's going to, like, babe. yeah, he's going to, like, do something that annoys me, like, he won't, like, clean up at the kitchen, I'm going to be like, you know what, shag my balls, and he's going to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to, yeah, don't let him listen to this giant before. I love that so much. But the other one, the other thing was 
picture day for sports, but specifically for outdoor sports oh. and specifically for when I was on the swim team in soccer. And this Did might you have to wear a swim cap in your photo? No, I oh. didn't. That would have been so funny. I wouldn't be surprised if my parents did. They didn't even wear sports until an ungodly year Aww. of my life. So shout out, Mom. Okay. Aww. Um... The other thing was, during picture day, it was outside, so mm-hmm. it's obviously very sunny for most of the time. Right, right. And every season, so, like, what soccer, like, rock soccer was, um, it's sunny, and it's the outdoor sports and stuff. Oh, the thing I was talking about was the rock soccer league. So mm-hmm. I wasn't, I couldn't play travel for soccer, and it was because my parents told me that it was, quote-unquote, too competitive for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, you know, that would just get too intense, and it would be people too mean. It's because it wasn't good, and they didn't want to have the heart to tell me I couldn't try out because I wouldn't make it. All my sisters played competitive. Every single four of them all right. played competitive soccer. And it wasn't until I was older, it was like, oh, so, like, they could do it. And I think they made comments, like, it's less competitive now or something like that. As I got older, they're like, yeah, you weren't going to make it, and we didn't, didn't want to tell you. Didn't I tried out for the All-Stars team, which is, like, for rec league every year. Mm-hmm. And I made my dad take me to the All-Stars trucks, everyone on my team, and they all would make it. Oh. And my dad said, to quote, I was the best player on the worst field during tryouts. And the worst field is the field where they have the kids sitting on the ground pulling out graphs. Hey. And it's me going hard. I was like, I was making all these goals. There and I was like, something, how am I not making it? There's something to be said about being the best player on the worst field. Yep, that's how that's I feel me. actually living in my apartment. You know? <laughs> like, there's two of us. I'm the best player on the worst field. <laughs> <laughs> Organized sports related of yeah, you, yeah. but um, back to the picture day part. So we would have um, the pictures like spring and fall season, and it was always, I mean, very rarely not sunny, but it was most right. of the time sunny. And so I have very sensitive eyes. So mm-hmm. if I'm looking at it's a like light, ginger hair, it has to be it. Yeah, they're just like my dainty eyes. Yeah. That's why I don't curse. That's why none of these, none of these none are of those coins are from me. Um, I would cry. Like if I look at love light right now, like right. actually this is kind of like blurred, but if I go stand, oh, if you have any recess lighting, if I stand yeah. there, I'll start crying. Right. And so every single season, I think without fail, they're like, you know what? We're going to mess with these six-year-olds. We're going to have you stare straight into the sun and take a picture. Every Ugh. picture I have is me crying. Oh. Every single picture. It's me on my knees That's... like this. Holding like I'm about to propose to you with a soccer ball on my knee. There's something sobbing. to be said about my, that. My like, hair is down too, so I look like I try with my hair, and it's Aww. bright red eyes, just tears streaming. Every single one of those photos, it was a magnet on my family. I was gonna fridge. say, I was about to say, everyone has that photo on their family fridge. Too. It was at least like I don't know, 15 because I played every oh, single season. My God, never improved, but here we are. But yeah, that was the one most frustrating thing. Like, can you just turn us around? Like, right. Why are we right. looking, why are directly you looking at, the at the sun? Why yeah. are you looking at the sun? And, no one else on my team had this issue, but it was even like the group photos of the whole You're team. You're so it's crying. Like all these people, and then it just <laughs> now they're they're all adults, and they're all looking back like, oh my god, that poor ginger girl was so so harsh on the team. Like I just don't. Yeah, why was she? She must have yeah. been so bad. I mean. Was I bad? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think the only other thing that I want to make sure we can roast is the sleepaway camps for any sport. Honestly, just the hor- oh. the horniness at these sleepaway camps. I vividly remember going to a camp at Penn State. and You went to the Penn State one? Mm-hmm. I went to the Juniata one. Oh, that was, yeah. Like, yeah. I think it was Penn State players that did the yeah. Juniata one. Yeah, It was like, you would go to this camp and there would be like a boys lacrosse camp or a boys soccer camp. And like... We would all be in the cafeteria together, and you would see, like, a boy remotely your age, and it was like, you were a carnivorous lion. Like, you (laughs) didn't know, like, it was like, oh, my God. And, like, these girls would be crazy, and they would, like, try to, like, I remember at one point at the Penn State camp, there was this group of girls. They weren't, like, with my squad. They tried to host, they hosted what they called a party, and they're 
dorm. Wait, no, room. wait, yeah. how old are you guys? Like 14. <laughs> and they host this I'm party. I'm picturing like the office, the Michael Scott party. That Literally. It was probably that. Just waiting for people to and come in. Obviously, no alcohol obviously yeah, the camp counselors put the kibosh on that real quick. But I remember being like, wow, I wish I could do that. But I was like, I'm, I'm here for volleyball. I have to like stay focused. But like, I do, I do remember like anytime you would like walk by a boy at those camps and I was at Penn State. So I'm like getting my glass of chocolate milk and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, look at that. <laughs> You're 14 still drinking chocolate milk. However, you still they're they're going over drinking whole milk. Yeah, so. not, yeah I mean, yeah, listen, this, I'm girl, calling you out. Your girl loves milk. Anyway, guys, I think this wraps up our third episode we might need to do a part two about sports because i do feel like there's a lot more to be said um i feel like we focus mostly on like the female sports mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'd like to touch more on the male sports that actually brings me to a good point the next few episodes are going to be a little bit more male focused because i don't want to only be you know appealing to the female audience i want to appeal to Females, males, non-binaries, everyone. I I want everyone to really enjoy this podcast. People that are good and, and bad at sports, yeah, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter. I want everyone to giggle. That's yeah. actually, like, my only goal in life. Um, so real quick, you know, please follow on Spotify. It's the Two Glass Roast. We're available on Apple Podcasts. Same thing. Um, as I've mentioned on Instagram, uh, I don't have a, a page for the podcast. It's just simply.ktp. But exciting new update. Alert, alert. Please perk your ears up. We have a new Twitter. It's at Two Glass Roast. It is just going to be... That's so funny exciting. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be promoting new episodes, running some polls about things that we should talk about, um, you know, pulling out some, some funny one-liners, which seems to be very easy because I have the world's... <laughs> Best guests in, in, in the entire universe. So I'm Aww. really looking forward to it. Again, some fun episodes planned. I'll, I'll do the roast of my exes, but I have a couple other things in store before that. Um, before we wrap it up, Ginge, do you want to share your social media handles? Yeah, sure. Mine is not at your Whitney, which is what it used to be when the Russian hacker had my uh, last Instagram. It's just at Katie Boyles, which is with a C. So a little bit different than our sweet Katie P. But I just want to say thank you so much to the hosts. Like, mm. this has been so much fun. I've enjoyed it. You'll probably hear a little bit more of me when it's the just general knowledge roast, yep. which is going to be a bunch of people just roasting me on the things that I don't know. And it's plot twists. There's a lot of things I don't know. Such, Have you heard of Sweet Caroline? I didn't. So that will yeah. be a little a fun tidbit from for later. But this is, yeah, this has been, Katie, this is like super, super fun. Oh, I mean, it could be you. because we finished a little bottle of wine. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm actually impressed by how little how points little we have change. in our jar. Yeah. I was thinking mom, about this. Mom, we cussed a lot less. I hope Should that. I count the change? Probably not. <laughs> oh, nice. We spent about 55 cents. Yeah. Um, I would say, yeah, close to 55 cents. Yeah. 54. 54 cents. Anyway, guys, again, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate it. I love you. If I could... Throw myself in front of a bullet for you. I, I wouldn't, but I would think about it. So Aww, I, I appreciate it so much. All right. Well, until the next episode. Bye.